TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. All right, hey, let's start off with talking about, I know you've been in APW for a long time. Is that like one of the first places you started out in? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, yes, that is the absolute very first place that I started. That's where I started training, um, was in All Pro Wrestling Gym. Back then, it was in uh, Hayward, California, a small little, small little gymnasium where um, uh, it was, I think there was maybe like three students. Uh, it was uh, um, myself, Donovan Morgan, uh, Vic Grimes, and uh, Tony Jones. And uh, the, the head trainer was Michael Modest. Uh, and uh, pretty much that was the absolute very first time I got in the ring and started bumping around and, uh, you know, just kind of learning, you know, I, I started training there. So, uh, you know, back then it was a little different than it is now. It's um, when you go to train, you basically just are there at that promotion for a long time. You know, nowadays everybody just kind of jumps around and goes go everywhere. You know, back then it was just you stuck with that promotion until you were ready to go go out and that was a few years afterwards so yeah that was my very first time i my very first match was there and uh uh yeah that was my my home you know i still i still consider it my home uh even though it's not you know it's not there anymore there's a new there's a new apw but it's not really the same thing okay gotcha and you but you're still in the new apw right now too are you still tag champs i think right uh yeah i mean it's we're kind of like the the free birds rule we just kind of do whatever we want <laughs> nice. um but uh yeah you know it's right you know because of my schedule it's been kind of weird it's been kind of off to uh do some shows but i will be uh there march 30th uh okay. in daily in daily city so i will be back to apw so how, how did you how did you find that i mean when you first started how did you find michael modest because you were like APW? 16 I was 16. Uh, basically, I, you know, uh, you know, I grew up watching wrestling, and then I kind of stopped during high school because, you know, we high school you kind of you know there's other stuff in the way, and you know back Girls. then when I was, yeah, I mean well, yeah pretty much, but also, <laughs> but I mean also too back then and at this time this was like in the 90s, like early 90s, and the WWE slash WCW weren't like the popular things like how it is now it was uh was you know you know i mean I'm, I'll, I'll admit it was kind of a downtime it was kind of lame you know it you're what 36 best. or 37 yeah yeah exactly so it was you know this is like 91 92 just, 93 yeah the We're exact same age. exact age as you <laughs> right so yeah so you remember like in high school it wasn't like the cool stuff like oh like everyone like how it is now back then i think it was like you know, like Doink the Clown, and you know, and <laughs> like uh, it was, it was like that kind of stuff. And like WCW had, you know, just it was just, it was just, it wasn't as good as it was now, obviously. And when it was when I was a little kid, now that may be just me being, you know, just you know, just having reminiscing and thinking everything's better. But 
it was just wasn't cool to be a it was it wasn't cool to be a uh, pro wrestling fan. So I just kind of stopped, and then you know, oh, and then too also because my favorite type of wrestling was Japanese pro wrestling. That's how I that's what I first fell in love with. So obviously, when you when you fall in love with uh, Japanese wrestling, you, you watch WWF, and you're just like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, like, this is not, <laughs> not you quite know what the I mean? same. So, yeah, so I just kind of stopped re- you know watching wrestling, and then obviously, like around like you know when I was turning you know when I was 16, you know the internet started coming around, people started going on like chat groups and news groups because of AOL and all that stuff, and then. Uh, we, you know, started getting this underground kind of vibe about this promotion called ECW, and uh, you know, just started reading up on it, and you know, people were uploading like, you know, pictures and videos, and you can, you know, I started, I started wanting to, you know, look, you know, watch it, so I started watching ECW. Just that's it. That's all I watched. Um, you know, got like the RF videos. You know, try to get. You know, my I know I knew a buddy of mine uh, that uh, had like a satellite dish. Uh, provider because he was he lived down in the country so we would go over there and watch like the Sunshine Network like on Friday like at 2 a.m. and like I would ask him I would pay him money to record the shows for me um, and I just love wrestling and then you know obviously you know you keep reading in the news groups about you know ECW uh, eventually you're gonna start finding out that there's thing there's this thing called indie wrestling which I know <laughs> it sounds it sounds sounds weird because you would think like everyone knows indie wrestling but actually back then it kind of didn't it was no, just like no. it's you know yeah it wasn't as well known as it is today where and there's not a, it wasn't as popular or there wasn't as many promotions yeah like i think i had there in my area there was like two or three and they ran like three four times a, a year like you know yeah. what i mean and it was you know and it was just like nobody really knew about it unless you were in that city which you know if you weren't you know it's you just didn't know about it um so you find you, know, you find out there's you know there's this indian i started finding out there's hey i have an indian like an hour away from my house and it's called all pro wrestling then i went to the very very first gym wars ever uh it was like on a sunday afternoon there was maybe like 15 people there and um you know, I, uh, I I watched, and then like you know, in the middle of the show, you know, Roland Alexander comes down and goes, "Hey, do you guys ever thought about becoming a professional wrestler? We have a school." And I was like, "That's the craziest thing I've ever heard." <laughs> I was like, "How how do you have a school to be a pro wrestler? This is insane!" Like to me, that was just like you know, I pictured pro wrestlers are like you know, you're you're walking down the street and like you know, uh, Paul Orndorff or you know, Captain Lou Albano, and like you know rolls on his window and goes hey kid you want to be a pro wrestler i i'm i'm handpicking you from the street like to me that's how you become a pro wrestler like, you know what i mean or you're like the, you know someone who knows somebody you know and you go to his like dungeon you know like in you know stew hard or anything but there was a, a pro wrestling training camp and i just joined up and uh yeah that was that that was 20 years ago and i'm still doing it still kicking ass and taking names right uh yeah i mean i'm a little smarter so but i still love it i still love it people you know like people people always tell me they're like man i can't believe you're still wrestling it's like how long you been doing it 20 years and i go and i tell them 20 years and they're like man most people retire it's like yeah but most people didn't start when they were 16 years old either so you know i mean if you think about it there's a lot of you know 
for my age, this is kind of like the time when you know some or most wrestlers are starting to like hit their their stride or you know so. But I've been I guess I've been doing it for so long. People just think I'm. I, you know, it's, I've been, I'm way older than I am, I guess. I don't know. That's it. Yeah. And most people, you probably got a, almost 10 years of experience on them and you're, you know, still younger than them. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, I know some guys are like, just, you know, they're like, oh, I've been wrestling for like five years. Like, and they're like, you know, I ask them how old they are and they're like 41. And I'm just like, man, I was like, I, you know, it's, it's so weird to me, but you know, that. And they, but they look at me like they think I've been doing it for way too long, and I'm like, I, man, that's, I, I go, I hope I can keep going when I'm, I'm you know, there's, I mean, I think like what Chris, Christopher Daniels like 43, 44, I think. Yeah. I think Chris Jericho. Jericho's like 50. 47, right? Right. Exa- yeah. Exactly. So I mean, it's not. I mean, if you're, I think, I feel like if you're smart, and you're not killing yourself and not doing dumb stuff after match, after the shows and. I think you can keep going for, I mean, for a long time. Can I can I ask you about a certain masked individual? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I you had a you had a match with Funny Bone last year. Yeah. Yes. And I just recently talked to I talked to Sin last week, and he was telling me all about Funny Bone. So now I got to ask you about the match about with <laughs> Funny Bone last year. Uh huh. Uh, I, I didn't. I couldn't find it to watch it anywhere, but I want to know how yeah. it was. Is there is there something you don't want to talk about it because of? No, no, no. It's fine. No, it's great. I love oh. Funny Bone. I've known Funny Bone a long time. Actually, it was a great match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just it was just the promotion was kind of uh, uh, you know like a yucky kind of oh, you know gotcha, sm- gotcha. small promotion. But that's why you're probably never going to see it. But no, but I loved it. I was uh, for those of you who don't know what he's trying to say. Without trying to, without without saying it, I think it's I think the cat's out of the bag. I, I, okay, I didn't want to be the guy. <laughs> I, don't be, I, 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 I think I think Conan said it like on his podcast, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, and I guess it's you know I guess everyone knows. But I also wrestle as El Ultimo Panda uh, on uh, on some Lucha Libre promotions. Um, so yeah, I think that that That's promotion a, rhymes with. Uh, Mucha Wonderground or something, I think. Or? No, 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 That's Vincenzo Massaro there. Yeah, that's 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 just good. That's just the good Italian boy with with the dirty with the dirty shirt. Now I actually I wrestled for a promotion over here in San Jose called Pro Wrestling Revolution a lot as the El Ultimo Panda, which you can see on Twitch. They're on. They have a Twitch channel, so you can go ahead and check them out and, and watch the panda. And uh, you'll be you'll you you won't believe it's me because I don't do anything. <laughs> you just. So, I, I seen a couple I, matches. I literally. And the I guy tried to pick pants. you up and he couldn't, and then you body slam him, and then the crowd goes <laughs> nuts because you dance around. It's, it's great. I love it. Dance. Yeah, it's like it's 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 basically like the gimmick for you know I'm gonna do like kids shows pretty much because you can't you know you know it's. It's easy, it's fun, and I love it. And it's, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's super smart to be honest with you. And I, I like watching everything, and I think it's brilliant. So, my, my right. props to you. And what's it like? I mean, what's right. it like being able to? It's got to be fun to just be able to play a different character, like completely different from what you would. Oh do, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, it's especially like over there, because you know, because the way I play, the way I play it off, like a play, like I'm from. Uh, well, Ultimo Panda is from Japanda, obviously. 
Um, so he, 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 doesn't, uh, he doesn't speak English, obviously. Uh, and uh, he doesn't uh, speak much of anything. He's actually like a Pokemon. So all he, all he says is panda, panda, panda over and over again. Um, so it's, you know, so it's fun to just kind of go out there and just act like a cartoon character. And it's, you know, I just, you know, it's, it's cool. Cause I, I, get, I do like the, nothing that I do as Vinny, I do as Panda, which is great. Uh, only some stuff, but not, you know, but it's, it's, and it's fun. The kids love it. I actually, I actually, I actually get to sell merch. So that's always, that's, that's also that's, a good, a good thing. Yeah, Speaking awesome. of merch. Let's talk about the Vinny Massaro tees because I like the collection of six that I've seen over there. I, I got to tell you. Well, thank you, thank you. Now, are you a soccer fan? Football? I am, in, I am indeed a soccer fan. I, and as you can, as you can tell, like, my, the, the very first shirt is pretty much my favorite team, which I don't know if you guys can. Uh, if, anyone, if anyone watches um, Italian Serie A, uh, they know Juventus. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. I, uh, I recognize I it right Juve away. <laughs> yep, I am a Juventus fan, so of course I had. That was my first. The first T-shirt I had to do was do that. So, of course Excellent. I had to do it. How are you guys? I I'm not up on on um, Italian football this year right now. How are you guys doing? Are you guys are obviously in first still right now. You guys are usually right at the top. I believe so. I think it's. Um, I haven't watched it in a while too, just because I the timing is so bad, and I'm always at work. But I, I uh, and you know, obviously with the Super Bowl and other stuff, it's kind of I've been. But I, I gotta keep it. Up. I gotta go and uh, read the some of the results. My dad uh, knows more about it, so I, I usually just call him, <laughs> and he, he tells me all about it. I'll give you, I'll give you the update right now. Actually, you're in. Juventus is in second place to Napoli by one oh, point. Boy. One Napoli. Point. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! Wow, they're usually in about fourth or fifth, eh? They're we gonna move this year. How's yeah. what's well, don't feel bad. What's oh, that? Give me the update here. You still got it up? Roma? Roma is in fifth. They have 44 uh, points. It was, man, that was, a, that was a rough, you know, honestly, that was a rough year last year for Italian soccer. Man, that was rough. All the, all the players retiring, not making the World Cup. I think, you know, I mean, I cry a little when, when, when you know, yeah. watching Buffon not make, the, not make the World Cup and cry. I'm like, ugh. No Italy, no United States this year. It's crazy. It's there. There's no World Cup. The World Cup is canceled. It's, it's, it's <laughs> so why bother? I mean, it's just just almost did a spit just, take on my laptop, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just you know. I mean, I don't. Know. I don't even know why they're bothering with it. Just cancel the whole thing. Well, before we get too depressed, let's go back to the tease because I like the I like the snoring elbow one. That's obviously a take from Metallica, correct? Yes, very oh, much. Yeah, so. nice my favorite. Kill them all. Yeah. Yeah, my Metallica is, is uh, like my favorite. Uh, Do your sizes run a little big metal. or a little small? Because I think I may be ordering the Snoring Elbow T-shirt very soon. Um, it's it's actually they're actually very um, they're actually pretty good because they're they're uh, it's like a weird material, like it's not stretchy, but it's really comfortable. Um, it's good to hear. So <laughs> it's uh yeah, because it's not like you know like the the cheapy stuff, you know you you know, but it's actually like the comfort. It's pretty comfortable, so. Um, it's whatever size you get. I mean, I would just go, you know, I mean, go a little bigger, but I don't think, I don't even, I don't think it, sh I don't even think it shrinks at all. Cause it's, I mean, I love, I have like five of them that I, you know, that I got and they're great. I love them. I'm not, I'm, uh, I wonder, I really want to get one of those cause you could buy, you could get hoodies for them. You can get zip up hoodies. You can get all kinds of stuff too. It's crazy. Uh, that's right. Nice. That's right up my alley right there. 
It's a great, it's it. a great website. It's a, a no, what everybody. a maneuver. What a, a, a maneuver. So if you ever go, uh, any, actually anybody, uh, it's basically like pro wrestling tees, but without the five, whatever, 10,000 follower limit you have to get, whatever. You just, they, uh, they set up your store and, you know, you can, uh, uh, you know, you can make a bunch of uh, designs. So uh, I, I forget what the actual, let me try to see, because I know uh, there's an actual. I can tell everybody yeah. right now that if you follow Vinny Massaro at Snoring Elbow on Twitter, his pinned tweet right there will take yes. you right to yeah. the site, and you can see the T-shirts there. He's got a nice little pinned tweet up there, and these are some pretty cool-looking shirts, you guys. <laughs> that, uh, the, my, the bathroom one, they're, oh, they're, I, I don't know. I can't pick between any of them. We got the pizza. Holding the pizza. We got you. Like that. you got, we got you eating a slice. <laughs> It's beautiful. If you're, it's really if you're Sicilian, it's... if you're Sicilian, you definitely need the two Sicilian me shirt, right? Oh, is that the boss in the background? No, that's that's my wife. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's what wait, I wait. said. The boss. The boss. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. My my wife just came in because. No, come uh, on, bring her on. What is she right. talking about? Ryan, come here. They want to know what you're talking about. Okay, oh, she doesn't want to talk. So okay, oh, all so, right, long all story. Right. Next time. Long next time. We'll talk short, to you next time. <laughs> long story short, my wife makes um, horror uh, horror dolls. Uh, okay. They're called biohazard babies. Oh, cool. Um, so what she does, she takes like um dolls that we find at uh, thrift stores. And uh, she fixes them up and turns them into zombie horror dolls. And she has an Etsy shop. And she just came uh, running because she said that uh, Jason Horton, the director, the director of, of, the campus, of the campus, the horror movie The Campus, just bought one. So she was excited. Oh, sweet. Oh. Well, tell us where was people can go to find all that stuff. Oh, her, hers is she, she's she's legit. She's got a good website. She, hers is biohazardbabies.com. Oh, okay. Nice. So here we go. That, that was ex, that was exciting, and I and I'm like pointing at the headphones. I'm like, I'm on the and she but she's talking. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Hey, we talk about hey, everything, man. It's something that it's exciting. Yeah. And that, that was, sounds pretty cool. Actually, that was not planned. That was not planned. That was not like a planned like a plug or anything. All right. All right. Ben, no worries, Mick Foley. We got it covered. Oh, oh, stop it! We're just gonna, we're just gonna. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God, my son's here, guys. He has something really important to say. <laughs> what? You, you're, you're trying to sell tickets to go to Disneyland? I'm, just, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. That was a bad Jimmy's joke. trapped in a well. <laughs> go yeah, to Masaro's Boys for Tickets.com and get your. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got your back, Vinny. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh, exactly. there's some. Uh... Hey guys, my my brother, my brother's here. He's trying to sell houses. No, I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> never mind. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Let's talk a little bit about 209 uh, Pro Wrestling. Yes, please. You got you got the you uh, got the, uh, school started up in Lodi, California. Yes, we do. We have a uh, we have a, a a ring in Lodi, California, and we have a ring in Stockton, so they're very close to each other. Um, uh, yeah, and basically just I'm not you know, it's I've always just really want to have uh, You know a, a training school, but you know, I I'm not so much to like oh, I want to make a business and make money and quit my job Honestly, it's I'm I'm not gonna make any money off it. I'm just telling you right now like I'm gonna 
end up losing money because I keep putting money in it. But that's not what what I want to do. It's like I really enjoy training. Uh, I enjoy watching guys, you know, get in there and learn. And you know, because I think I think one of the things that I, I take very the, the one of the proudest things that I can do in pro wrestling is when I have a, a student that I trained and like uh, they go and wrestle a show and then people know because oh that guy was trained by Vinny Massaro you can just tell and that you know to me that's you know I take very I just that's I just think that's one of the most awesome things I could ever hear and, and uh, I want to you know I kind of stopped training guys for a while and now uh, you know this opportunity came up and uh, I'm uh, starting to do it again so uh, yeah I mean if anybody wants to come and train uh, like honestly it's just it's it's not, you don't have to like pay a bunch of money like up front. It's just you come and you just show up and you and you pay when you get there. It's all really all it is. There's no like contracts or, you know, whatever. It's just should come by and show up and you, you know, and then we'll, we'll you talk to me what you can afford and then we'll, you know, whatever you can afford, we'll we'll make it we'll make it work. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, just you know, just you know, uh, two hundred nine pro wrestling at uh, gmail dot com. Just email me let me know or you know you can even uh, dm me on the on twitter at 209 pro wrestling perfect so for us it's really cool because not only do we get to talk to you who's a trainer but we've talked to the bruiser who's a trainer and tommy rich who has a wrestling school and frankie defalco who has his school right here and sin Bodhi who has his school there and we get to find out everybody's kind of mentality on training and their psychology and whatnot uh-huh. and that's really what i'm interested to hear about from you because you've wrestled so many styles and so many different characters right i mean from the experiences you've had i can't imagine that your style of training is like anybody else's um it's 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 a little old school uh like i, I like to teach the basics um uh you know like i really like to go on you know teaching you know just the bare essentials uh you know concentrate on that for a while and then afterwards honestly it's a uh, it's kind of weird cuz uh you know the beginning part the beginners class is kind of you know it, it, you know there's a set schedule you know we you know we come in and we learn you know these things and then these things and then these things and we we, we progress and then after that, once you start actually getting into the pro wrestling, it's kind of up to the person um, what kind of you know what kind of wrestler they want to be, what kind of style they want to do. And then I, I just I almost kind of make it a you know like a private lesson and in the, you know and make it individual to each different person that's there because you know not everybody's gonna learn the same way, not everyone's gonna pick it up the same exact way. So uh, you know I just think I don't know. You know, I've taken, I've, I've, uh, I've watched a lot of guys go through, you know, APW, and you know, a lot of, I've, I've seen a lot of guys, you know, quit because of certain things, and I really hope that never happens, you know, when I'm, you know, in charge, sort of. So, uh, I, I, you know, I like to make it easy, and you know, but at the same time, it still have, still have the respect for the business. But that's kind of easier for you, though, because of your so many different things that you sure. know and styles that you've learned and seen. You can adapt to these students that you have and kind of give them the individual treatment that they need, right? From right, CX. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. If somebody wants to come out, like right now, it's funny because I have this. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched UFC uh, back back in the day. Uh, Phil Baroni. You guys know who Phil Baroni is? I heard the name. The name yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Phil Barone used like he used to fight in the UFC a long time like before the Ultimate Fighter even started. He was just like one of the knockout guys. He was, you know, if you look him up, you'll see a bunch. He wrestled. He fought. Wrestled. He fought in Pride uh, in the UFC, and uh, he wants to be a pro wrestler now. So he's he's at the he's at the school, and you know he's oh, wow. obviously I'm not gonna go out there and teach him how to do springboards and moonsaults. You know, he's a he's a MMA fighter, so I'm gonna I'm gonna you know teach him how to wrestle you know and still be an mma fighter you know there's a i have another kid who's uh you know suit you know you know smaller smaller guy with you know super fast speed well you know i'm gonna teach him more lucha stuff uh you know i have this one guy's just you know it's giant heavyweight you know well i'm gonna teach him how to be a, a heavyweight wrestler so you know it's obviously we can't just do one you know one thing to with everybody so we you know we progress everyone in different different ways and you know, you, I, I imagine you start kind of start everybody out with the same. I mean, you like that, you know, New Japan style from from back in the day. Probably, you know, a little more mat wrestling, a little more, you know, grapples and holds, and then you expand as you go. Like you said, based on how the wrestler wants to do it. If he wants to be a little more lucha, if they're a bigger guy, a little more, you know, wrestling style. Right. I mean, it's just. You know, it's pro wrestling. It's just like anything else. You know, anything else that you go and learn. You know, you. You know, if you go and learn, uh, uh, you know, uh, music, you know, you, let's say you want to go, you know, you, you go to, a, you know, music lessons and then you, you know, you grab a guitar and then, you know, you start learning the basic chords, you know, you start learning the basic things. Then after that, you, yeah. you start going, well, you know what, this guy wants to be more jazz or this guy wants to be more, you know, heavy metal or this guy wants to do more bass. Well, then yeah. you go on. But all the, like anyone that's ever played guitar, they still know. Hey, show me like your very first thing that you learn, and it's pretty much the same for everyone. Yeah. You know, you're not going like to start with seeking destroy. Chords. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going. <laughs> you, you know, and no, and not. You know, and you, the guys aren't going to be like, all right, everybody, we're going to go over. Uh, you know, uh, country music. Well, like, well, it's like, well, I don't like country music. Well, too bad. We're going to learn it. You're like, no. Well, you know, it's everyone's going to learn their what they want to like you know what they want to learn and what you know so obviously i'm not going to teach every single person how to do a lucha libre role when some guys don't want to do it it's just the way it is you know let's let's change the subject a little bit talk to us about being on lucha underground and, and being a part of that organization because it's pretty special and unique in in how that show is presented and 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 how they do things there yeah, it's uh, I mean, I love it. I, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, I just can't say anything but positives about it. Uh, you know, I, what what's the uh, what? Can you tell us anything about what the future holds there at Lucha Underground? I have no idea. I honestly, <laughs> they, they they don't tell me anything. They literally sure. tell me. I, I mean, I wish I could like, oh, I can tell you this and this. No, they just they literally they they tell me the dates. Like the I have the next date and that's it. Um, and, uh, you know, after that, I have no idea, like, you know, what's, what actually is happening, what's, what my storyline is, I have no clue. Like, you know, it's, they're very, not so much secretive, but obviously because it's, they don't know when it's going to be airing. Um, sure, you know, it could, exactly. it could be a long time, you know, and, and, and because it's so, um, and you know, it's so story driven, you don't want to spoil it, you know? Like, uh, it's, you know, it's, if you, you know, like, I mean, it's not like a, you can just get a result and you're like, all right, that makes, okay, that's cool. I'm, you know, you're still going to watch 
you know, an NXT show if you get the result. But when it comes to Lucha Underground, you kind of, when you find out the results, you're like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like, why? Sure, it's like, like watching a TV that? show. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, why is, <laughs> you know, why did that happen? That makes zero sense. But then you realize, oh, okay, well, actually, this is what, you know, then it makes more sense. So that's why I remember there was like some season two, there was some spoilers and people freaked out, just freaked out. <laughs> I and hate spoilers like, too. And they're like, <laughs> Right, and like people were like, dude, this doesn't make any sense. I'm never watching Lucha Underground, and I'm like, guys, you have no clue what's happening. Like in between, you know, the vignettes, like they don't show that. You know, they don't, they don't show that during the during the show. So like nobody knows. And sure enough, once the episode aired, and then you're like, oh, okay, so that's why, that's why this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and it makes sense. But so it's kind of hard to give. You know, I, we you know we we like to, you know, not give spoilers. Um, cause obviously, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it kind of ruins the, 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 you know, the show a little bit with the storylines and everything, but, and plus too, the, the, the producers at, uh, Lucha got a little smart and they actually started, um, uh, having matches out of order. So like when you see a certain match, like the very, like the, like you'll see a weekend of matches and they'll have a match for like episode two, episode ten, episode twenty, episode thirteen, and then the next day, episode two, episode six, and and everything <laughs> is all, all and, you know, and nothing makes sense. And you know, I, I you know, I think it's, you know, a lot of times it's just because it's the way you know the the guys that we're you know we're bringing in, you know, they're having, you know, this is the only time we can use it. And other times, I think personally, I think they're just trying to throw off the people for the spoilers. Well, and it's still watching a great wrestling match too. So it's not like the, the people there that are watching the wrestling matches. It's still they're still getting great entertainment. And then when you go back and they put it together for the, for the television, it start, it makes sense for everybody watching, uh, you know, on TV. Right, and it's like when I when I go, it's funny because when I go to shows, like I I tell everyone, I'm like, don't don't tell me, don't spoil me. Because they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're like, oh, man, you missed it. What happened yesterday? Because, you know, whatever. I, you know, I, I got in like a day after. I said, no, I don't want to know. I really don't want to know because I want I watch it on Wednesday nights. And I actually want to, you know, I know I love the storylines and I, I want to know what's going on. Like, I'm curious. Like, I want to know what the hell's going on. Like, you know, with Dario. Is Dario alive? What the hell? You know <laughs> so, I mean? yeah, that's. That's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about because a big thing that <laughs> happens at Lucha Underground that doesn't happen anywhere else is like characters leave and come back and like they'll die and come back and like it's more like a soap opera than anything else without like and I mean that in like the biggest complimentary way because if you can make the non-wrestling stuff as entertaining as you guys do to go along with the amazing wrestling that that's an awesome show and that's that's right. why people love Lucha Underground. Right. I, you know, everyone, I remember like everyone in the first season was like, oh, this is ridiculous. This is, you know, this is not how wrestling is. You know, it's a, it, it's not a TV show. It's a wrestling show. And I'm like, you know what? I go, what if it's just something new? You know, just enjoy it. Just relax. Take it easy. You know what I mean? And then if you, if you notice a lot after the, that very first season of Lucha Underground, a lot of the, you know, like WWE and, um, you know, impact and just a lot of indie promotions started experimenting with not, you know, doing stuff that they normally wouldn't do. You know what I mean? Like WWE started having matches 
you know, like in you know, in like Randy Orton wrestling uh, uh, Bray Wyatt in, in in you know in a in in a secluded shack. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you know, obviously with the, the Matt Hardy thing, you know, intergender the, you know, matches, intergender matches with the you know the whole total deletion thing. You know that was that you know they started experimenting and doing stuff. You know, that, and they're like, you know what, we can do this, and why not? You know, it's you know, it, I'm not saying like they're copying Lucha Underground. I just think, I think Lucha Underground started. Uh, you know, opening people's minds that hey, wrestling doesn't have to be the ding ding ding, get in the ring, cut a promo, have a match, ding ding ding, get in the back, cut a promo in the back. You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't always have to be like that? You can do do different things. You can you know have intergender matches on Facebook. You can uh, you know you can have uh, you know mat you know have setups in in a weird you know place. You know you could. You can have, you know, have projections and different, you know, things like that, and just try it and have fun. If it doesn't work, that's fine. But, you know, I'd rather have pro wrestling be some a thing that we can experiment. I mean, every pretty, I mean, pretty much every other art that we have in, you know, in the world, people have experimented. You know what I mean? It's look at music. Music, you know, used to be, you know, you know, guitar, two guitars and a drum and a lead singer. You know what I mean? Uh, now there's people using computers and you know things like that. It's they're you know because they're experimenting with the technology that we have. So same thing with movies. Movies are going you know I mean good lord some of the movies are going insane the with the stuff they're doing. So why can't why does wrestling have to still be oh it has to be this way because it's the way to protect the business. I'm like eh. you know what we let's all make pro wrestling you know something better let's let's experiment with the art you know let's you know and I, I like the fact that a lot of indie promotions are trying to do that you know trying to do that too they're doing you know you know interesting matches and you know not just something off that they wouldn't normally do they're just they're trying you know they're trying something new and, and i love it i pre you know it's you know if, if they started doing it because of lucha underground or because or it helped a little bit then you know what i'm I'm very proud of that. I'm sure it certainly inspired some of the different things, and you, you know, it's it's another revolutionary thing, like you said. I mean, you, you listen to some of these guys like Stone Cold and, and Jericho, and these guys saying like, you gotta just you gotta take a shot, you gotta try something, and if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, okay, on to the next thing. But you know, you talk, there's just there's those evolutions in in the business, you know, like what would have you know the NWO building themselves, you know, created a whole created that whole attitude era, and then you know. ECW coming in, starting this extreme rules type matches and stuff like that, and this is just another kind of step in a, in a different direction of trying something new and, and seeing how it works. Yeah, it's exactly it. You know, it's it's a uh, you know it's an evolving art form, and I will you know it's why not? You know, I mean, if it if if the first season of Lucha Underground everyone you know took a crap on it, then you know what it would have been. It would have moved on, but people are starting to like it. So you know what? Let's keep going with it. Let's go more. Let's go more crazy. Let's go more, you know, insane storylines. And that, you know, why not? Why can't we have an episodic, you know, uh, wrestling show with storylines, with seasons, and you know, people getting murdered? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I know nobody dies in WWE, you know, on storylines, but I think we all kind of know that. You know, obviously, Kane is not really a big red monster. That's the brother of Undertaker. You know what I mean? 
Right. Uh, he's a mayor. I mean, he ran for, you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> yeah, he's a, that's right. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, but at the same time, WWE, WWE doesn't want, you know, they, they, you know, they're willing to show that, but they're not, you know, like they're showing total divas and they're showing all this and they're realizing, hey, guys, they're not, all the guys in the back aren't really pissed off at each other and trying to kick their, you know what I mean? But at the same time, they're like, oh, well, we're not going to go. This. So, you know what? Why not? Let's just go all out. You know, it's it's let's make it a storyline. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm Vinny Masaru, but you know what? I'm a character at Lucha Underground and I could die tomorrow. And, and it's and it, you can never you never know what happened. You know what I mean? I could be I could be possessed by uh, an, an evil demon. Oh, that'd be sweet. You know what I mean? Exactly. Thanks. thanks. I'm going to report that. Vinny Massaro to be possessed by evil demon. I ate ate a really bad pizza that was was found. I ate a slice of pizza. I found a slice of pizza that was on the the bathroom, but it was actually a slice of uh, Aztec pizza that uh, turned me into a monster. And I'm the new Matanza. There you go. Oh, that's sweet. Spoiler. I love it. Hey. Spoiler. You just wrote season four right there. I did. Oh, excellent. Hey, before we season move four. on to it. Go ahead. Season four, go Mystic, ahead. P- Mystic Pizza. Oh, it's going to be off. <laughs> oh, Pop. Pop right there. Oh, man, that's great. Before we move on to another subject here, I uh, I just want to let everybody know, plug it right here. Seasons one and two of Lucha Underground are available streaming live on Netflix to yes. watch whatever episode you like. Yes, watch season one and watch me literally get freaking killed by Pentagon. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> you fared pretty well in the uh, what was it, the last medallion battle royal? Uh yeah, it was actually it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. I uh, uh I went I went straight after Phoenix, and then of course I got kicked in the head for it. I'm like, but you know, I live and learn. I'm not. I will say you know I will say this. I'm not the brightest guy. You know I'm, you know like I wrestled Brian Cage, and most people are like oh you know just take it in you know take out his legs and you know first thing I do I go up to him you know I tell him I fangulo and you know in Sicilian and slap him in the face. I'm not the, you know, I'm not the brightest guy, but you know what? I love to fight. I'm gonna fight. I'll fight anybody. I don't care. Like, I don't, you know, it's not a good, it's not a smart and uh, you know very wise uh, strategy plan. But I'll, I'll fight anybody. I don't care. I might lose. Right. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose a lot of matches, but you know, what? at least they'll be fun. I guess we'll go with that. I like it. Hey, we've had a ton of fun talking to you today. We don't like to keep people so super long because we like to have you back again in the future, if you don't mind. But you talked about doing uh, being a being a fan of uh, Japanese wrestling and WWF growing up, and then obviously the Lucha Underground. Now, is there anything else that's going on out in the wrestling world that's happening right now that you're paying attention to that you think is pretty cool, or there's some other wrestlers that are that should be paid attention to that fans maybe don't know about or, or what you're watching right now. okay well i'm watching a lot of all japan wrestling right now and i watch a lot, a lot obviously a lot of new japan but i'm really enjoying what all japan's doing right now with the uh, june akiyama uh i'm really uh, a big fan of uh wxw in germany and uh and progress uh i really you know i, I love timothy thatcher i think he's great uh um you, you know, there's a. I've wrestled. You, I've yeah. I've yes. wrestled. I've wrestled Timmy Thatcher many times. I've trained with him, so he's a good friend of mine, and I, I love seeing him do, uh, um, doing such you know some great. But WXW is great. Is a great promotion. Progress is great. I love Jimmy Havoc. 
Um, Jimmy Hammett, uh, he's, I think he's one of the, the coolest guys out there. Uh, I love um, uh, Shane Strickland's kicking ass. Uh, my fellow Lucha on the Ground guy, you should watch him. Uh, Kurt Stallion, he's an up-and-comer uh, on the East Coast. Is great, you know, it has great promotion. Uh, I'm sorry, he wrestles for a great promotion. Uh, uh, you know, over in the over in a bunch, actually a bunch of them. He's like AAW, I think, and AIW. Um, okay, yep, we know AIW. Yeah, AI, you know, so there's, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Just go out there and watch it. There's um, just there's so much content now. It's, it's unbelievable. It's it's a great time to be uh, a pro wrestling fan. And I mean, even like WWE, like NXT is awesome i mean i think like i think personally i think alistair black is going to be like the greatest wrestler of all like wwe i mean it's just i can't wait for him to like start you know go coming on in the on the main roster because i just love everything about, everything that he does i just love your th- like, oh. your thoughts then on a possible andre de cien almas alistair black matchup for that nxt title at uh, the takeover before wrestlemania because that seems to be really that yeah that's what i mean I mean, if that, it, who, who knows, right? Because I didn't talk to wow. Vince. And whatever I heard this, that person didn't talk to Vince. But what would you think right. if that was where they went? Uh, or Hunter, then, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say that they would have to give Alistair the belt. Um, I just, th- I just think uh, he's. Uh, I don't know, because I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather see him in the main on the main roster. I just think he has the presence to be a main roster guy. Like I, like I couldn't, I can't wait to see his. Like to see his like you know WrestleMania entrance or something you know what I mean just something crazy you know, but there's so many mat like I like the matchups that there is in NXT for him but I think he can do so much more matchups like him versus Finn Balor would, would freaking Ugh. blow my mind, yeah. you know like and him versus AJ Styles would be insane, like just just you know I don't know just to me I think he's uh, he needs to go on the main roster like I would love to see him versus Nakamura. I think that would be an awesome match. I would um, even think him versus The Miz. Uh, get, I think The Miz could get a lot out of him as well. Anything. If they had I mean, an IC title just, match, that'd be really good. Yeah, <laughs> I just think he's. I mean, I just think he's so good, and you know, he's you know he's got he's got a. I think he's got a great look, and his strikes are believable, and uh, everything he does, you know, he does with, you know, you know he does for a reason. You know, that's 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 a, that's a term in pro wrestling. You know. Uh, you know, I love guys that do everything because of a reason. You know what I mean? They're, nothing's wasted. And he's definitely one of those guys. It's a great way to make fans pay attention to everything you're doing when you always have a purpose, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. Tell everybody what you got coming up next. What does Vinny Massaro got going on next? Vinny Massaro, what do I what do I have going on? I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing I'm gonna be playing <laughs> dinner with the family. Lo- I don't mean tonight. Yeah, no, I don't mean dinner with the I'm family. I'm playing mean- <laughs> a lot of uh, Zelda on uh, the Switch. Oh, and, uh, come on now, favorite Zelda anyway. of all time. Are Link you a fan? Pass. Zelda fan? Link, Link, oh, Link to the, the past. past. Uh, that's the, the, my be- absolute favorite. Favorite game of all time. We can be friends. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh, <laughs> Ocarina of Time. No. Uh, it's it's up there, but Link to the Past that's is my favorite of all time. Yeah. All right. Mine is mine as well. I, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know. I used to. You know. I mean. I remember being like 10 years old, just you know, playing that like all summer long. You know, just I uh, just never Next. turning it off because I didn't want to like. I, you know, I didn't want to lose my save. It's just it's just I just love that game. 
Next time we have you on, we won't even talk wrestling. We'll just talk video games. Yeah. Oh, you get you. I can talk. You think you think you think I filibuster about wrestling? I can talk about video games. I I used to work in video games. It's it's uh, I'm I'm way I'm way into be I'm a I'm a video game nerd. I should just I should just do a video game uh, podcast. We could talk about go. that for for hours. There you go. I think but, we I think we got our that, next podcast right there. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> Honestly, just uh, I, I, there's a promote. I'm wrestling uh, in uh, Sacramento uh, okay. in two weeks, and then uh, uh, after that, it's pretty much the next few months or a couple, at least a couple of months. Uh, I'm gonna be pretty busy just with Lucha Underground stuff. Uh, but then I got APW uh, March 30th, uh, and then anything after that, just go to at Snoring Elbow. Yes, that's me. At Snoring Elbow, that's my finisher. Uh, and come check out, uh, yeah, just you know, just ch- uh, come say hi. You can, uh, you know, I'm I'll talk to anybody. I'm uh, uh, I'm very uh, open on Twitter, so you can go ahead and uh, look, you know, check it, check me out. And I, and I just want to say I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, you know, it's there's it's shows like this that help uh, us, you know, uh, indie guys slash you know not so famous guys out and get get our word across uh to other fans so i really do appreciate you guys you know taking time out of your business schedule to make to do these you know podcasts and to interview me little old me i am i'm a nobody and i appreciate it oh come it. on you're too modest well plug your wife stuff then oh yes yeah. biohazardbabies.com if you ever see me uh post a pogo the clown doll that's hers pretty much nice and it's not oh. just, I'm looking at it right now, it's not just babies. So if you're into, there's, I see a gnome on here. There's just some oh, skulls. You know, so yeah. if anything, you know, go take a look on there. There's some cool stuff. For your there. Valentine's. If, for the there Valentine's guy that broke up with you. Send, right send, them, a, send, <laughs> send, send them a horror doll. Oh, here you go. There's, there's nice. a groom. There's a bride and groom one. There you go. Zombie you go. bride and groom. Tell them, fuck <laughs> off. Here you go. Thanks for cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Mr. Massaro, we appreciate it. We will definitely have you back on. I'll be in touch with you. And everybody, you, go check out at Snoring Elbow. Check out the T-shirts. They're freaking cool. I'll be ordering my Metallica Snoring Elbow shirt very yeah, soon. Yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> appreciate it. Right. You betcha. All right, Vin, we'll talk to you again, and uh, we'll see you on Lucha Underground Season 4. Excellent. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.